This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You guys know when you're so used to something that if something even slightly changes a little bit, it piques your interest. You understand it? You know it? Completely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Chris and I were talking about how there's this new lighting thing that's behind me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but I saw it a couple days ago, and I was like, whoa, that's new. But then I didn't want to be that jerk that thought that was new, but it's been there this whole time, so I didn't say anything. Then Chris says something about it. Yeah, because the newest technology in this building is basically like eight-track players. Yeah. So to see some fancy like LCD digital screen going on, it's like, what is that thing? Because I thought we've sounded different since last week. I thought that the way our voices sound sounds different. I thought it sounded different on the podcast. I didn't know... What it could possibly be. It's that machine. Yeah? Is that yes, some new I guess. transponder thingy? Yeah. The good news is that if you spend that much money on something like that, maybe we're Better. not going anywhere for a minute. So, <laughs> Good well, news. Yes. Oh. But sometimes this bites you in the butt. What? Example. A week ago at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. I was driving to work and there were potholes downtown. We know this, right? Mm-hmm. And then... I come home Tuesday about 1 p.m., and they were all fixed. We had the parade on Wednesday. Right. Okay. Thursday, we get on the radio, and I'm like, you guys, they fixed the potholes downtown. How amazing. So great. Driving around yesterday, those potholes are empty now. What, are they go and rip them out? I don't know! Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. Stacey, thank you so much for those gifts. Of course. That's so cool. Stacey gave us um, posters. Yeah. So Union Station is selling. Oh, these are for us? (laughs) Yes. Actually, I just brought them in to flaunt them in front of you. Well, I never know the the stuff that's in here. So That's true. uh, Yeah, Union Station selling the uh, Sea of Red Mm -hmm. posters. And I thought, you know, that'd be really cool if they had one. So you're welcome. Thank you so much. Of course. How much do I owe you? Um, five hundred dollars. Holy moly! Is that the, well, I got I I got you the Royals one too, so it's forty seven dollars. <laughs> nice gift. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'll be writing you a check. Yeah, okay. A Venmo. I'll okay. Venmo you forty seven dollars. Great. Great. Oh, also, thanks. I love. <clears throat> I appreciate that the fact that you tell me what it costs because to me, yes, it is a sports poster, but it could be like, you know, two dollars from McDonald's. But that, I'm, I'm, posters are always expensive. That's a panoramic shot. It is, is it? Because it's huge. Well, I haven't opened it yet. But I like to give nicer than average gifts, you would say, maybe. Um, yes. My birthday present is the best birthday <laughs> present I've ever received in my entire life. And I'm still crying about it every single day. Thank you for that You're amazing welcome. Supreme Louis Vuitton uh, book bag. That's camo. Do you still sleep with it? I sure do. Uh, yeah. I, I had a breakup like right the day after or the day before he gave me that and I was like new life who dis because <laughs> the bag's so beautiful well anyways I'm not just going to give you stuff to give you stuff I want it to mean something I love that and it this what I'm about to say it sounds so snobby but 
I feel like there's a reason for it because you need to make sure that the person receiving the gift is aware of the value so they can fully appreciate it. Christopher! Well, just because I, I don't, don't want to gift you something for $2,000 and have you set out the garage sale two years later for $20. First off, I'm not going to do that. No one's going to do that. Second off, what, so do you put it in like the card? Like, hey, I really hope that you like this thing that I bought you. It was $94. No, you just, like, have it up on the computer screen and all of a sudden have, like, the price Subtle. bill. Just kind of, oh, what's, what's this here? Look at that, huh? Have you ever put the receipt in with the car? Oh, my. And then just play it off like, oh, God, no, you, I'm you, so you, sorry. I did not. For, I didn't remember that was in there. Oh, goodness. Yeah, you, you take the receipt and you get a blackie, uh, sharpie marker. Mm-hmm. And you cross off the price of it, but just enough so they can still see the first number of the digit. It's not a gift if you want all this attention and no, I don't thanks want and the stuff. Attention. Yes, you do. If, no. you're, if you're telling no. them how much it costs. No, uh, they need to be just fully appreciative of what they're getting. How is that not wanting the accolades and attention for how much you spent on someone? Well, if you're going to get these nice gifts, you got to give up something. You know what? He does give good gifts, though. I don't care. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. 100 years ago in KCK, some random students at KCU got something in the mail with a note attached to it. That started, Dear Fellow of Blood and Brains. What? I know. It's really creepy and weird, and I'm so excited to get into it when we do with 100 years ago on this day in Kansas City, Kansas history. Thanks to the Kansas City Kansan. But first, Chris, take us to on this day in 2012. In music history, Whitney Houston is found dead in her bathtub of her hotel, and the audio that I have not to make this funny by any stretch because someone dying of course is not funny but the way Don Lemon announces it and says we knew this was going to happen just kind of caught me off guard. Every once in a while you have to report something that you thought would be the worst thing that could happen and it was going to happen and now it has. Uh, Singer Whitney Houston has died. Damn. I wonder what he said when Amy Winehouse went. Mm. Like exactly the same thing. What is that steak place that has the really good cinnamon butter? Texas Roadhouse? Yes. Oh, sorry. I was at Texas Roadhouse when I found out that Whitney Houston died. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Every time I get cinnamon butter, I think about Whitney Houston. R.I.P. On this day in 2013, the Vatican confirmed that Pope Benedict XVI would resign because he's way too old. And here's some actual quotes from him resigning. I believe. So, what's he saying, Chris? That he's resigning, basically. So. He's going to do puzzles and watch Wheel of Fortune until he does. America's game? Yes. First pope to resign since 1415. How old was he, do we know? 250, I think. Wow. Sounds about right. Just one year one year too old. If you see a picture of Pope Benedict, he looks around that. Do you remember when South Park used to make fun of the Pope and they would put his head somewhere like where his shoulder was? <laughs> oh, uh, on this day in 2002. 
they signed a $24 million deal for seasons 9 and 10. Oh my God, you're a devil person, Chris. Chris was the only one that didn't clap. How did you not clap for that? How do you not it's just... It's illegal. Just... It doesn't... You don't even think about it. That just happens. Because he's a devil worshiper. That's it. That's how you prove it. Like the Salem witch trials, but in 2000 now. <laughs> Chris was the only one, BuzzFam, that when that part happened, he did not clap. I had my hands on the audio equipment. I don't care. That's not an excuse, sir. It doesn't matter. I don't care where my hands are. When I hear the theme to Friends. Yeah. Don't care. Wow. Um, you know they're doing a... <laughs> you to redeem yourself? You can't make it up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they are making like a... A reunion show? No. On HBO Max or something? Uh, For Friends reunion? Yeah. It's only going to be like a short, like, couple episodes. None of those people need money except for Joey. (laughs) You know, I realize all of them have gone on to do at least something. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Some unsuccessfully. I figured Schwimmer needed money. Yeah, it could be him, too. He's the only one I haven't seen do anything. On this day in 1999... Pluto decides to move farther away in our universe to go outside of Neptune's orbit to become the last solar system in our last planet in our solar system. Then they got rid of it as a planet a couple years later. Didn't they reinstate it as a planet? That's a good question. I didn't read that far. I that. think I think they did. Like because people got pissed. Because really yeah. yeah. that's the kind of stuff that people get pissed about. Planets being no planets no more? Yes. Planets being no planets no more. <laughs> On this day in 1990, Nelson Mandela was freed after 27 years in captivity. His release speech? On this day of my release, I extend my sincere and warmest gratitude to the millions of my compatriots and those in every corner of the globe who have campaigned tirelessly for my release. So you remember that people thought that he died in prison? Mm-hmm. And that's what created the Mandela effect, the thing that we talked about a couple weeks ago. The Mandela effect is when people remember history differently, that it actually happened, and then they blame it on someone time-traveling and messing up things rather than admitting that they were wrong. I that seems that. more realistic. The Mandela effect. Look it up. On this day in music history in 1983, Jordan, you ready? Mm-hmm. One of the best songs ever written. Turn Whoa. <laughs> Every now and then I get Whoa. a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. God, that, that snare, that 80s snare is like every single time they hit the snare, it's like you put your finger in a light socket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys, you guys remember the wedding singer? Of course. And the band that was playing. Oh, yeah. Or not the Wedding Singer. I'm sorry. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. You're not going to sing that part. I'm not going to sing that part, but I kid you not, because of that movie, I cannot not sing that part when I hear that real song. Every Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single time. I effing fall apart. Yeah. I effing need you now, tonight. I effing need you now. Keep going. No. We're good. On this day in 1962 in music history, Cheryl Crow 
Born in Missouri, she decided to work as a teacher before becoming a backup dancer on Michael Jackson's Bad World Tour. Here's her describing what that was like. Working with Michael, I've grown up, I, I've grown up so much just since August, and uh, working with someone who's that professional, um, it's taught me a lot about touring, it's taught me a lot about performing, taught me a lot about myself, you know, what extent I can go and even further than that. He's really an electrifying person in all aspects. I didn't know she was from Missouri. Is that know is she, that known? Yeah. Hmm, okay. And she went from Michael Jackson to Kid Rock. She has some. I've recently been rediscovering Cheryl Crow. Uh, she was kind of a badass back in the day, like her little rebel songs in the late '90s. Just maybe one day for bangers, uh, or not. I don't know. I don't know. On this day in 1958, Ruth Carol Taylor was the first black woman to become a stewardess. By making her initial flight. And actually, after that was all taken care of, she went down to move to Barbados and, and started the first professional nursing journalism. That's cool. Well, she had to do that because she was fired oh, after no. six months of being a stewardess because of the, quote, Mohawk marriage ban, which was, until 1967... It was against, it was, un, un, it was unconstitutional for mixed races to be married until 1967. I put this on my Instagram, it's crazy. 1967, it was unconstitutional for an African-American person and a white person to be married. That's and she got fired for that reason because she had a white husband. 1967, that was 15 years before I was born. I'm not even making an old joke now. I'm making a joke like, I'm not, I'm not making a joke at all. It's, it's just so crazy that that was 15 years before I was born. You could get fired because you were dating someone of color or married to someone of color. It's disgusting. There's a really famous case called Loving versus Virginia. Um, if you want to read more about this and just educate yourself on how horrible this was. Sorry, I always bring it down, but it's just to... You want to think that it's been decades since that happened but Hundred, really, I over mean, 100 years yeah right. at least but it's it's in our 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 parents lived through that yeah it's yeah. so not that far removed it's gross on this day in 1942 archie comic book debuts everything's archie That'd be me. Jughead. <laughs> God. On this day in local history in 1859, the Santa Fe Railway is chartered, connects Kansas to the east and the west, bring in new settlers and determine where all the cities will be. It's exactly that. It was it was it was huge. It was really important to the expansion to the west. And it started on this day in history, 1859. It ceased to exist, ceased to operate on December 31st, 1996. That's how long, long they had that thing out there. That's how long trains go for. On the day in 1809, Robert Fulton patents the steamboat. I still can't believe you haven't been to the Steamboat Arabia Museum, Chris. I'm waiting for, to go with you. Let's go. I love that place. If you would text me back, maybe we could determine a time to All go. All right, on this day in 1794. <laughs> the first session of the United States Co Senate opens to the public. You can go witness historical actions 
in the moment. Mm-hmm. You can still do that, by the way. Let's go way back. Way, way back. We're so back. <laughs> 660 BC. So like 24, 6, some, I know. over 2,000 years mm-hmm. ago. The traditional date for the foundation of Japan initiated. Can you believe that they can keep track of what happened on this day in 660 BC and I can't keep a chapstick for two days? Really? Two days? Yeah. It's my record. Oh, wow. I don't know where they go. Same place that our socks go. So on this day, 100 years ago, front page of the Kansas City Kansan. The headline reads, Mystery at KCU. Take a listen to this. This is just creepy. Yesterday, the capital letter P was put into 30 postal cards and addressed to many students. Those who received it are mystified. A note was connected to the letter that read, quote, Dear fellow of blood and brains, you are one of the chosen to receive this card. As further proof of your loyalty, kindly wear this in a conspicuous place from this hour forth. Thus, the committee will know that you are, quote, on. This information will show that you are, quote, worthy of receiving the information that will follow tomorrow. It keeps going. With red blood in our veins, unquenchable fire in our eyes, and with hearts of steel, we greet you with the high challenge of the meaning of the letter P. Now, that was yesterday. All these 30 students at KC, uh, KCU received this just giant letter P that they had to wear, mm-hmm. right? This morning... So 100 years ago today, um, the letter E appeared in the mailboxes of those who wore the letter P yesterday. And it's a mystery. Oh, we need to do this. We need. I need to figure out what this is because I looked it up. I couldn't see anything, but I haven't gone further in the newspaper Mm -hmm. to see, in the future of the newspaper to see what this is. But just students randomly getting letters in the mail to wear at KCU 100 years ago that means something some of some of the students getting some some not getting some this is creepy and I love it I can't I wait to see some it. like social marketing uh, 100 years ago yeah they put it's actually marketing for peaches see I went there like what is it spelling out mm-hmm. it would be the biggest like rickroll and it just spells penis <laughs> of course what if it does? And the one oh, guy who continues to wear is just sporting penis across his shirt. Oh, uh, trust the wise no? elders. Yeah, trust Stacey Moody. She's figured it all out. All right. Well, unofficial holidays is catering to Jordan Silver today. Oh. How so? Because <laughs> the first unofficial holiday is get your guitar out. Okay. So. You want to bring it in? You want to play some music? Kind of self-explanatory. I'm ready to jam with you. Why can't we jam? Because I need to get surgery on my hand. Can you get surgery? No. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Why don't you just get surgery, just, Jordan? Just get it. Continue with <sighs> the days in the street. It is also Satisfied Staying Single Day. Oh, because Valentine's Day is coming up? Yeah. Bitches. <laughs> and finally, Don't Cry Over Spilt Milk Day. Milk is expensive. I'd cry. At Costco, it's only $1.99 a gallon for white and chocolate. You know, until 1967, white milk and chocolate milk couldn't be in the same. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. My mom is so needy. Really? Yeah, she actually just started listening to the show again because she quote has is sick of hearing me offend her and make fun of her on the radio i'm not making fun of her i'm just telling the truth it, right it, um, okay 
I mean, yeah, I agree. She thinks that she is vilified on here, that I just make her the worst person. I love her. That's my mom. I am who I am because of her. It's true. You've met her. I have met her. She loves you. She got you this job. She did. Thank you. So it's been a minute since I've I've talked to my parents, and I got a text on Sunday night that said, we haven't heard from you in forever. You should call your parents once in a while. Now would be nice. Oh, so guilt trip times 50. Is this a thing that all parents are really, really, really good at? Guilt Guilt tripping their children? Absolutely, because I'm sure if I didn't respond, she would be the, I had labor with you for 17 hours. Mine's mine's the, uh, well, I'm not going to be around forever. Yeah, it's that one. And that's why I called. Right? You know, like, okay, great. Now I'm calling. Every time that I get the chance to talk, I'm lucky. I get it. I totally understand. Like, life is hard and does crappy things like that. But, so I did call. But during the phone call, my mom gets another phone call on the house phone. (laughs) Okay. Okay? So she hands the phone to my dad. I'm like, you don't have to get that. You know that, right? (laughs) She's gone. She's gone. She's gone. She never returns to the phone call (laughs) with me. And then, so my my mom goes, so sorry I had to take that call. Um, I was soliciting somebody's expertise. I'll catch up with you soon. Let's talk soon. I'm like, I just called you. I just did my call. Now I have to call you again because you got a phone call during our call? Your time is precious. You got things going on. Dude, I'm just laying with no bra on on my couch being depressed. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Christopher Newsboy Minders. You'd look so handsome in one of those little hats. We need to get that for you. A news hat? Yeah, a newsboy hat. For every time you do the news, never mind, we're doing radio. I'll shut up. What's going on? uh, Yesterday, The Buzz announced a tour from a pretty big band. Now, I never listened to this band growing up because I didn't have much rage against any machines. But Rage Against the Machine is coming to the Sprint Center. Don't you dare laugh at that. Are you serious? Now, I didn't listen the, to them until college when I could have more appreciate them. But The better joke is that we yesterday we discussed how you don't throw electronics because they're too expensive to replace. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I do, nice. though. She's got rage. Yeah. Against the machine. Someone was texting their ex-boyfriend that I was dating. And I was like, you know what? No. Grabbed their phone, threw it against the wall. Got them a new phone. <laughs> the oh next my morning. God. Oh, oh, my God. All right. Wow. Jordan. Yes. Okay. Well, well, sorry. Rage Against the Machine, September. I'm sorry. Um, uh, May, May 14th. It's my dad's birthday at the Sprint Center. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Holy crap. I did not know about this show. Like, you know, working here, we sometimes hear buzzes mm-hmm. about shows that are coming to town. Did not hear about this. I almost died. I've never seen it. I've loved them. They're so angry. Maybe we can go to that. Yes. And you can do one of those reviews. It's been a minute since you've done a clinical concert review. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You had that baby, and then all your clinical reviews came to an end. Sure did. That's right. Tickets go on sale for Rage Against the Machine on Thursday. 965thebuzz.com. But we'll remind you when we get closer to that. What else is going on in the news, Chris? Jordan, did you know that according to mechanics, uh, pothole damage can end up costing a driver more than $1,000? How about... Yes. Well, <laughs> Mayor Quentin Lucas has promised to fix the said potholes. Oh, really? Yes, he's going Himself? to use taxpayer funds Fine. I'm fine to that. create a new position to decide the best way to fix the potholes. Pothole filler. Wait. Okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what that, was that for, Stace? That's the I government. 
Yes. What's the question? No, I, continue. Okay. Mayor Lucas said that they have an implementation problem. Imagine that. Right. A government having an implementation problem. I'm still worried about the potholes. I don't feel like getting all philosophical about what's wrong with our government at this point. I'm telling you, they took the asphalt out of the potholes that they filled for the parade downtown. I swear to you, they're all back. They get bigger every time. Yes. All right. Well, a couple who lived in a duplex made a call to the police because they thought a dead animal maybe was dying underneath their their house. Uh, Turns out their duplex neighbor had a few animals in his home. They collected over 260 animals, most of them being rats. Yes, this is a local story. And actually, tomorrow we have Tori from KC Pet Project coming on. So we can chat about this with her. But... So many animals. The guy said it started with just a few rats, and then they just started breeding. And he said it got a little out of control, turned into hundreds. And they said they could taste the smell walking into the home. But all the animals were taken and hopefully are in good care now. Yes, of course. They're at Casey Pet Project. And we'll have Tori on tomorrow. Taste the smell. Mm -hmm. So imagine what that tastes like. I'm going to vomit. Jordan Silver on the bus. We're in such a time now where everything's so on demand. Like, you want to see a movie? Boom. You got, you have it right there. You want to eat food from a restaurant, but you don't want to get up, put your pants on, and go get it? Boom. It's there for you. Um, with social media news, everything is just right there for you. That waiting now feels like forever when you wait on anything. Feels like you're going to die. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to die every time I get to this red light up here in Mission on Johnson Drive and what is it? The oh, just right up, just right Broadmoor? up the street. No, hold on, I've got Metcalf. it right here. Metcalf. Oh, Johnson and Metcalf. Yep. You know that one major street in. This is the biggest one in Kansas City. Actually, to be honest, no, I used to call it Sean Mendez Drive, and that's what I was about to say. So, oh, okay. yeah, but Johnson and Metcalf, I can wait there for. Two minutes. Two minutes, which doesn't sound like a long time, but it turns red and you're just like, why? Well, I have the, any light in Kansas is eight times longer than anyone in Missouri. Really? Oh, I, that's what I feel like. No, I've got the two that are the longest in the entire metro. Troost and Volker, Prospect and Swope. The longest lights ever. How long do you think that they take? A minimum of 45 seconds for the green lights to turn green, and then they have another 45 seconds for them to get that yellow arrow, and then it turns red, and then it goes, because it's a double road, it probably nine and a half minutes. I think that that might be an exaggeration. Yeah, exactly, because I'm seeing the longest red light in the U.S., five minutes and 33 seconds, and it's in New Jersey. So it might feel like nine minutes, but it's just like, it may feel like one long rage against the machine song, but really it's just the edited radio version. What if you have to hit that every single morning before you go to work? The five minute stoplight. I do. The one on Johnson and Metcalf. How do you not kill a bitch? I, well, it's all I want to do, but then it's just me. What am I supposed to do? Wait, isn't it? and, And it's really early in the morning. Can't you just run it? See, that's. Somebody told me once that you could do that if no one was around, but I don't trust that. Yeah, I don't trust Kansas. At all? No. Or just about this? Anything. All aboard the TMI train. This is Never Have I Ever.
Every Tuesday at this time, we make our parents so proud as we talk about pretty much the most embarrassing parts of our lives for your entertainment buzz family here on Jordan Silver and Friends. And you can play along, too. Please, please play along. Tell us that we're not the worst people on earth with our answers to some of these questions. Uh, If you have a good story or answer to a never have I ever question, text us 96500 and maybe we'll read it on air. But let's get into this. Chris, you want to go first today? Yes. Never have I ever had someone blatantly hit on my partner in front of me. (sighs) All three of us have. I've got my hand raised to the ceiling. What's your story, Jordan? I was dating this girl, and we went to this coffee shop, and the barista made her coffee but put a heart in it, you know, when they do the art at the mm-hmm. top. Of the, and so they were, like, making eyes at each other. So when it was time to pay, I go over to the coffee, and I knocked it. What? <laughs> You're evil. What? He's <sighs> evil. That's my girlfriend. Anyway. Uh, actually kind of like when people hit on my wife. Oh, that's some. Because we do a thing where... I like to watch it go down, and then she politely declines them. And the declination oh of that is I'm learning kind of some, a turn on. Whoa. Is this some weird fantasy you guys do? Well, it's a, it's the, the confidence in our relationship that she'll like go to a bar, and I'll just watch it from afar while all these guys buy her drinks and hit on her, and then she all just turns them all down. And- wow. I just learned way too much about him and his wife <laughs> sexually. Ugh. I don't... That's okay. All right. It's um, okay. Thanks. Thanks for that, Chris. Yep. I'm sure a lot of people agree with you and I, do I the same so. exact thing. I know that they do. It's beautiful. Mm, it's beautiful you. that you are so happy in your relationship that that can happen, because I will kill someone. <laughs> don't hit on my girlfriend. Yikes. Sorry. All right. Never Sorry. have I ever locked, locked myself out of my apartment. Mm, I don't think I have. Oh, my God. Chris and Stacy have. What's, what's your story, Stace? So, my apartment that I live in now has a raised porch in the front so you have to scale it to get into it Mm -hmm. so i took my trash out and i locked myself out forgot my keys so i scale the rock porch i fall onto it and it's our girl get in there and then i scraped up my arms i bashed my knees like horrible then i'm talking to my mom later and she goes um you know you have a set of spare keys in your car to which you have um, keyless entry. Uh, Stacy. Mm-hmm. And then you never forgot that. Never forgot it. Again. Uh-uh. Wow. All right. Never have I ever hid booze in my house when I was a teen. Yes. No, no. Oh, come on, you goody two-shoes. Screw you, idiots. Sorry, you're not idiots. Sorry. I was such a good kid until about my senior year. Really? Both I, Chris I had half a bottle of Schmirnoff my senior year of high school. Chris and Stacy both put up a I have never, but I definitely <laughs> have. I I had a six pack of Smirnoff ice and I had it in a box in my closet. Vomit. And my parents found it, which I thought was real weird. Like what are you doing in a box in my closet? But they did. Because it's in their house. But why are you going through boxes in my closet? Like I was just out at work. I come back and you've been going through boxes in my closet. What else are you going through? That's Just weird. Put your laundry away. In boxes in my closet? Nah. I don't know where you put that. <laughs> nah. 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 All right, goody two shoes. Go next. Never have I ever had a crush on a teacher. Oh my god. All of us have. Okay, let's talk, Chris. Third grade, oh. Mrs. Gertis, our art teacher. Oh, what she was you? like a the '90s uh, Lisa Turtle from Saved by the Bell. Ooh. Oh, she was smoking hot. Nice. 
Uh, Mr. Ransom, my that's um, right freshman focus class. I think we've talked about this. I probably I am not I am not shameful about my. Is that huge the one you had a crush. relationship with? I wish, dude. I wish he was so hot. He would quiz me on. Um, he would have the buzz playing uh-huh. on the radio, and he'd be like, "Moody." What's this song? Who sings it? Oh, that's flirting. Oh, it was so <laughs> hot. In the safest way. so hot. Oh. And you're like, cranberries, zombie. <laughs> zombie. This is Every day. Spoon Man. All aboard the TMI train. This is Never Have I Ever. So the question from the last round, as I'm sitting here with two goody two-shoes and never hid booze when they were a teen, um... Somebody texted in from the Buzz family that their parents got them a desk at a garage sale. The drawers didn't go all the way back, so <laughs> they hid booze in there. Smart. Also, we talked about locking uh, ourselves out of our apartments, and a member of the Buzz family texted in, my nine-month-old son locked my wife out of the house when no one else was home, and she had to use a wood chisel <laughs> to open the door. Oh, no. Anything that you can do. Oh. <laughs> Anything that you can New door. No. All right, let's keep going. Uh, whose turn? Mine. Stacey. All right, Stace. Never have I ever discovered early warning signs of a bad apartment. Yes. All three of us. Chris has not. Oh, you've only lived in wonderful, mm. magical apartments? That must be nice. I haven't yeah. had any terrible apartments, no. Ew, I have more terrible than good. What are some uh, early warning signs, Stace? Um, the last place I lived was a garbage dump the place you're in literally now? no my last place <laughs> oh. the place before here okay. um the floor was uneven you could set something that would roll and it would roll all the way across like it was a big apartment all the way across um i ended that lease well i stopped paying rent because um ma- mice i found 19 mice in less than 24 hours in my kitchen oh gross a hole in my bathroom ceiling in black mold Mm. I had a landlord once. We got a mouse, and they said that we brought them in. Ugh. I was like, come on. Are you serious? Ugh. Sued him and won. <laughs> Never have I ever forgotten my first kiss. That's a weirdly worded question. Let's just talk about, do you remember your first kiss? Oh, okay. Of course. Everybody remembers their first kiss, right? Like on the lips or just like a first kiss in general? What do you think when we say, remember my first kiss? You think we want to hear about when your mom kissed you on the lips when you were... <laughs> Confirmed <laughs> in Catholic school. Oh, I do. Catholic school. <laughs> I think I just told his story. Oh, okay. Uh, my first kiss. Yes. I. You I mean, don't remember? I know, I know it happened, but I don't really wow. remember it. Mine was with my first boyfriend Aww. on the beach, and I didn't know what to do with my tongue. Ew, gross. Now I do. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Next. Chris, go. Never have I ever. <laughs> Uh, told someone I love never have I ever loved someone and not told them (laughs) oh this is literally the story of my life life. that's all I gotta say all right who did you love that you didn't tell that you loved them Reba McIntyre that doesn't count real love like like that was real love that's not real love with Reba McIntyre the heart is a lonely hunter it's not real love. I'm talking about like your souls have, I don't know, been in different times with each other and you were together in past lives, that kind of stuff. I not married her. Reba McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stace. Huh. Never have I ever ignored, 
Here you go, Jordan. Ignored red flags when starting to date someone. <laughs> really? I mean, Chris, you have not. Stacy and I have well, ignored Well, literally, red flags. I've dated like one person That's before true. my wife. Fine. What's your red flags that you ignored, Stace? Um, I dated a person who was, um, should have been legally insane. The very controlling and very uh, weird. Just And I'm just like, no, 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 no. I can change him. My My friend put something on Facebook. It was like the 11 signs that you're dating a narcissist. Oh, God. And I was like, you don't even have to read any of that. <laughs> If I'm attracted to them, they're a narcissist. For the TMI train, this is Never Have I Ever. From the last round, one of the questions was, Never Have I Ever Ignored Warning Signs of a Bad Apartment. Got a lot of texts in from the Buzz family about that. And one of them said... My very first apartment tried to kill me. There was carbon monoxide. It was a carbon monoxide leak and sewer gas. Is that River Market? That's what, that's what River Market smells like. Ugh. Probably in River Market. All right. Let's go with another round of this. And uh, if you have any answers or fun stories, too, text us those to 96500. Chris, why do you have I Have Never up already? We haven't asked a question. Just preparing. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Never have I ever plagiarized something. Uh. All three of us have. Chris? In seventh grade, I took my locker partner's English paper, like eight pages long, took it, put my name at the top, turned it in, got an A. What about him? I don't know. I don't. I, he also turned it in. I don't know how he didn't notice that he had two papers that were exactly the same. Teachers, that just proves teachers don't read that stuff. It's true. Eight pages on the Byzantine Empire. No uh, one cares. <laughs> Stace, plagiarizing. Same thing. I took. Um, I actually copy and pasted. So I did a little bit more work than you did from the internet and turned it in. Oh God. What? My first band. We were just like little kids, little kids. We had no idea what we were doing. We just played a bunch of Nirvana and Bush cover songs. Like, that's it. But then one day we decided we were going to record our own album, write our own songs, record our own album. And so I wrote this one song that I called Dominatrix. I'm 12, 13. Wow. Okay. We, at some point, give our demo to the local radio station in Maine, and they pick one of the songs off of it to play on the radio which is the song Dominatrix, the one that I wrote. That's impressive. So we're playing it, and then at the very end, the DJ goes, um, this is a total ripoff of a Goldfinger song. Uh, it was a total ripoff of a Goldfinger <laughs> song. It was the song Mabel by Goldfinger. And it played on the radio. I plagiarized Goldfinger. Did you get sued? Shame. No, it's in Maine. Nobody cares about Maine. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Just a real quick reminder, King Princess is going to be in town on Friday at the Truman. The show has been sold out forever. And Stacy is going to help you try to win tickets coming up at 8.20. We'll get to that. But first, we've got Chris Newsboy Minders with the news. Well, Jordan. These two brothers, uh, Morgan and Mason McGrew of Des Moines, are dedicated. 
They filmed the entire Toy Story 3 movie using their own toys to make a stop animation film. It took them eight years. Okay. So they actually got the okay from Disney to put it online, which... No way, really? Disney? Yeah. Gave them the green light. I thought they were going to shut them down completely, but... Sounds like Disney. Apparently they got a nice bone in their body. They agreed to let them put them online. They actually screened it before the Oscars at the pre-party. And I would definitely suggest you go online, Google Toy Story 3 in real life, and you can watch the entire film. In stop animation, eight years. Mm-hmm. Eight years. I would say that's a waste of time, but I did an 18,000-piece puzzle, <laughs> so I am not one to judge. What else is going on in the news? Kansas City is getting rid of contracted garbage collectors. They're going to take the responsibility up over themselves. Mm-hmm. So hopefully a government entity can do a better job. At picking up the trash? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they've had lots of complaints about the previous services. The city just received 30 new trash trucks. It starts May 1st with their goal to be on time and on task. All right. Picking up the stuff. That's a hard job. My uncle did that job when he was a kid. It's not a glamorous job, but you make a good amount of money. I know in Raytown, garbage men start people start around like $18, $19 an hour. That's right. Garbage people. <laughs> garbage people. Maybe that's the one time that doesn't work. All right. Last news story, please. Trash collectors. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, experts from across the state are gathering at the Kansas State House tomorrow to attend the Kansas Coalition Against Sexual and Domestic Violence's 17th Annual Advocacy Day. Mm-hmm. The goal is, of the event is to increase public awareness and knowledge of sexual and domestic violence and victim services in Kansas. It starts tomorrow at 9 a.m., and that'll be at the first floor rotunda at the Kansas State House. All right, and you can find that. What is the acronym? KCSDV.org. Yes. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Stace, I love how you describe things. It's poetic. Yeah? It's poetically bad. My lack of knowledge and words. It's it's not that. I run across the same problems, too. I just literally did one second ago. Not know where the end of my sentence was going to start. Hard problem to have when you're on the radio, but... When your one job is to speak words. Right. <laughs> Damn it. But we have some sold-out King Princess tickets for Friday at the Truman. And I came up with this list of... Just jobs, regular jobs, easy jobs for people to guess. And I wanted you to, in your Stacy Moody way, describe the job. Buzz Family calls in and guesses the job that you're trying to describe. So let's see how it goes. All right. So the first job, all you have to do, Buzz Family, what job is Stacy Moody talking about? Just give us a call and be the first one with the right answer, and uh, you will win tickets to King Princess. Can you describe the first job, please? These people ring up three items and hand you a four-foot-long receipt. These people ring up three items and hand you a four-foot-long receipt. Hello, the buzz. What job was Stacy Moody trying to describe? A CVS employee. Yes, you are right. A CVS employee. Why are the receipts that long? I can wallpaper my new apartment with just like three purchases, dude. They always want your email address. I'm like, hell no. If you are printing a receipt that looks like that, what are you going to do to my email? Oh, God. Let's do this again, Stacey Moody. Describe another job. These people cannot help you find anything you are looking for when you are making or building something. All right. What job was Stacey Moody describing? This has got to be a Home Depot. Nice. Yes, you're totally right. Do you ever have trouble when you go to Home Depot? 
I mean, I don't because my husband's been in the business for 20 years, so we know where everything is, but they never do. So, you, right. yeah. They started an <laughs> app now where when you walk into the store, it'll tell you what aisle your stuff is in. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. it's good. Yeah, that's way more convenient than I've seen that. Right. <laughs> We are going to put you on hold and get your information, and uh, let's do another one of these states. Describe another job, Buzz Family. All you have to do is call in and guess what job she is describing. You give these people your car keys and let them drive away and hope they don't steal it. Okay, that is a job, and Stacey Moody describing it as giving them your car keys and hope that they don't steal your car. Yes. Okay, five seven six seven ninety six five. If you can get this right, you'll win tickets to King Princess Friday sold out at the Truman. Hello, the buzz. What job was Stacy Moody trying to describe? A uh, valet driver. Yes. Yay! Have you ever valeted your car before, sir? I don't think so. It's a fun experience. You're like, does this person work here? Do they not? I don't know. Stace, give us another job. These poor folks have to clean up puke and other gross bodily fluids, but also just <laughs> trash. Hello, the buzz. What job is Stacy Moody trying to describe? They are a janitorial yes. expert or a custodian. Yes. Did you say janitorial expert? Hey, I'm just trying to be uh, uh, vernacular here. No, I, that's amazing. I think that that job deserves way more respect than anybody <laughs> gives them. So mad props yeah. to you. You want to go check out King Princess? Heck yeah, I'm down. All right, cool. I'm going to put you on hold for one sec. Chris is going to grab your info, and uh, we'll see you at the show. Thank you. Thank you for the call. I love you guys. We love you. All right, for our last pair of passes to check out King Princess Friday at the Truman, and this show is hella, hella, hella sold out. Stacey Moody is going to describe a job, and you, Buzz family, just need to be the first person to correctly guess what job she is trying to describe. Stace, give us our last job, please. This is someone you call when you're drunk or your neighbor has blocked you in the driveway and you can't get to work, and sometimes their, quote, office smells like farts. Sometimes their, quote, office smells like farts. Hello, the buzz. What job do you think Stacy Moody is trying to describe? Um, police. No. Damn, do police cars smell like farts? <laughs> they should. <laughs> Thank you for the call, my friend. Hey, what job was Stacey Moody trying to describe right there? An office manager at an apartment. Really? This is the easiest one I thought I wrote. It's Uber driver. It is Uber driver. So I guess now we have a pair of tickets to give out tomorrow to King Princess. (gasps) Oh, my God. Should we do this again tomorrow? I think so. (gasps) Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 